Running the option on first down. Hagan has it. He has Rome. He's got one man to beat. Now he pitches to Flanagan, and he may take it all the way. Flanagan's in for the touchdown. McKinley Wright from the logo. Got it. Oh, McKinley Wright. Welcome into the DNVR Buffs podcast presented by Green Mountain Dental Group. I'm Henry Chisholm, and uh, today we heard from both of the coordinators as well as running back Jarek Broussard for the first time during camp. Uh, Jarek is going to be the starting running back this week, and it was good to meet him because I had never talked to him before. Um, Whole bunch of notes from that kind of stuff. Tomorrow we'll be talking with Carl Durrell. Um, so be prepared for that. And then uh, Saturday, of course, is the first game of the season for the Buffs when CU hosts UCLA at 5 Mountain Time. Uh, I, I think it's on ESPN2. I haven't checked since yesterday when I said that, but I'm pretty sure it's ESPN2. Um, let's see. Before we move on to all this Buff stuff, I want to tell you guys just a little bit more about our friends over at Green Mountain Dental. Uh, Green Mountain Dental is the place to go for any of your dental needs. Um, They're great Colorado sports fans. It's a family-owned business uh, that you can feel good about supporting. Um, And they've gotten great reviews, too. There's so many reasons to check out Green Mountain Dental Group. Uh, And maybe the best is that you can get yourself a free Sonicare toothbrush if you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental. Uh, So get on that. Make sure you take advantage of this deal. And remember that supporting our partners here at DNVR is uh, supporting us as well. Okay. Uh, Heard from Tyson Summers first. Uh, This is actually the first time that he's been uh, a year two defensive coordinator. Um, A note that Brian Howell brought up uh, when we were talking with Tyson, um, which is pretty crazy that he's never <laughs> been a defensive coordinator in back-to-back years at the same place. You know, um, the like at Colorado State after the first year, he got the head coaching job at Georgia Southern and left. Um, but Tyson, Tyson is very excited about this season. Um, and being in year two is part of the reason why, um, he talked a lot about the relationships that he's built with all of the players. He says that he has a really good relationship with just about all of the guys on the defense. Um, and that the communication has just been incredible now in year two. Um, he also said that it's just like more fun. You know, now that he's back here with guys that he knows, guys that he likes, and now they get to go out there and instead of trying to install things and, I mean, there'll still be problems to clean up, but they won't be like what they were in year one, in in theory at least. Um, 
you can kind of go out there and just go run your defense and expect to be successful doing it. Uh, so he is pretty excited about that. Um, and also he did emphasize like it is going to be more fun in year two. Um, and I think that that's really important because remember football is a game. Uh, and if you're not out there like flying around having fun, then things can get pretty ugly pretty quickly. Um, let's see. He talked about Christian Gonzalez, uh, the true freshman cornerback who is listed as a starter heading into week one. Um, and Tyson said that this entire freshman class deserves a lot of credit. It's a really smart group, and they've they've done a great job of learning everything that they need to learn. And Christian is probably you know one of the best among that group in learning everything because uh, he he is starting. Um, you know, all the same notes. You know, he's intelligent. He's long. He's talented. Um, that's what we heard from Tyson Summers about Christian Gonzalez. Um, and, and now it's kind of just time to go see what he can do. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see him out there. Um, ho- hopefully, you know, now that you think about it, like DTR going up against a uh, true freshman cornerback. You know what? If, if things get ugly, the buffs have options. And, and that means that you can't be too worried, right? I don't know. I don't know. Um, excited to see Christian Gonzalez. Um, but the strength of this defense is in my mind, at least the defensive line. Um, Tyson said that, uh, Chris Wilson has done a great job with, uh, that defensive line. Um, and that it's a better group. He said the whole front seven should be a better group this year. Um, noted the depth among the defensive line in particular, uh, same thing at outside linebacker. Uh, he was he was excited about the front seven in the same way that we have been for a while now. And then in terms of this week, uh, he did talk a little bit about Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the quarterback for UCLA, um, who can give defenses some problems. Uh, Tyson said he's a seasoned vet, um, noted that this was year three as a starter for him, um, and that his coaching staff has been in place for three years. You know, he's had the same offensive coordinator. He's had the quarterback's coach. He's been able to just kind of grow in the same situation. Um, You know, he said that he's a very talented and dynamic pocket passer. Uh, He makes good decisions about when to run, um, a a very special level of escapability, um, and just said he makes good decisions with the ball, and that you saw it on tape throughout last year, how he struggled with turnovers early in the season, but as the season progressed, things got better and better. And uh, now you kind of just have to wait and see where he's at and hope that you can slow him down. Um, let's see, I think that's it for Tyson. Um, for Jarek, who came up second, um, he's one of the Buffs nominations for the Mayo Clinic Comeback Player of the Year. Um preseason list of course you know uh Jarek is on that list from the buffs and chris miller is also on that list it's a national award i think uh i think there were 53 players um in the country that are on the preseason watch list um so Jarek's on that um you know he he missed time at cu with two torn acls he said that his knee feels good um 
He said that the recovery went pretty well because it was the second time he knew what to expect and he knew that you just kind of have to work your way through it and wait for it to get better, uh, wait for all that work to pay off. Um, and then he also said, if you're thinking about getting hurt uh, you're, when you're playing football, that's how you get hurt. Um, and so it's really not on his mind. He feels like his knee's in a good place. That's going to be important because he could be a very important piece of this Buffs offense this season with Alex Fontenot sidelined, at least for the first game. Um, but Carl Durrell saying that they're hoping to get him back at some point this season. That's not much to go off of in terms of a timeline. And if you're down, you're starting running back for the entire season, which is possible. Jarek Broussard's going to have to be doing quite a bit of the work to make up for that. Um, but, you know, we've heard good things. Um, he says that it's been amazing to be able to play an entire camp, go into a season just feeling ready to go. Uh, he said that it was in the last couple of days of camp last year that he slipped and tore his ACL. Um, but, you know, now he made it through and he's ready to go. Um in terms of goals, he just wants to be consistent. Um, he says that if he can just go out there and be a consistent option running the ball, then everything else will work itself out. Um, he said that there are probably six or five or six or seven guys who can contribute as running backs on this team, and uh, that's also good news. Um, we hadn't heard a number quite that big, uh, but it's not a huge surprise. Um, he thinks that it is nice to have a couple of different styles of running back. You know, having him in there at 5'9", 185, having Jaron Mangum in there at like 6'1", 215, just because that means that you can't game plan for just one guy. You have to make him respect different things. Um, I agree. Um he also, the last note, uh, talked a little bit about pass blocking, said that it's all about confidence, just going in there, getting your nose in there, and uh, that, again, everything else will work itself out as long as you go in there with confidence. So uh, that's what we heard from Jarek for the first time this season. I have a feeling we're going to be hearing from him more going forward just based on the way the season lines up for him. Um before we get to Chev, I want to tell you guys about Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, if you haven't tried any of these incredible beers yet, um, now is definitely the time. Um, the Avalanche Amber Ale is so good. You can check it out at the DMVR bar. We have eight Breckenridge beers on tap, um, and there are a lot of the good ones in my opinion. So that's a great place to go to check things out. Um, but there are other options too. You can go to the farmhouse down in Littleton, drink some beers, get some great food down there. Um, it's an awesome campus, and uh, they're also a local business. Supporting them should make you feel good. Um, Palisade Peach, the Avalanche, Colorado Core, Hot Peak IPA, there's so many great beers. Uh, so check those out. Like I said, farmhouse, great option. But if you want to try any of the beers that could be near you get onto the Breckenridge Brewery website and find the beer locator which will tell you where you can pick up whatever beer it is that you do want to try 
uh, starting this Friday, November 6th through Sunday, we'll be hosting the election open at Congressional. It's the second uh, major that DNVR has hosted on the WGT Golf app. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, because WGT Golf is not only the most popular golf game in the world, it's also the official gaming partner of DNVR. It has become so popular that we have opened a third DNVR country club, and each country club holds 250 people. So if you don't want to feel left out anymore, you can download WGT and join the DNVR 3 country club by going to dnvrgolf.com. We'll host weekly tournaments with awesome giveaways, so make sure that you're signed up to win easy money and beautiful DNVR swag. Um, it's the most realistic free golf game in the world, loved by more than 20 million players around the globe. Uh, you can play from the comfort of your couch or anywhere on the go. Uh, mobile devices, tablets, There's you can play it on your desktop, in your browser. There's so many different ways to play. Uh, so many awesome game modes, like closest to the hole, uh, stroke play. Whatever it is that you want to play, you can do it. Uh, Pebble Beach, Bethpage Black, St. Andrews, Bandon Dunes. You can use real equipment from uh, Titleist and uh, a bunch of others. Um, but also, like I said, this weekend is our second major. Um, all country clubs can participate, and better yet, anyone can win. That's right. All you have to do is join the DNVR3 Country Club if you haven't played. Head to Congressional Golf Course and enter into the closest to the whole challenge. Submit your screenshot on our pinned Twitter thread, DNVR Sports, or email them to info at thednvr.com. Once you've entered to win, we'll choose a random winner each week to pick out a DMVR shirt or their choice of, oh, or of a sh oh, shirt of their choice and mask, and we'll ship it to you. We'll host a new course every week leading up to Christmas. Winners are picked every Monday. You've got nothing to lose, so download WGT today if you haven't yet. Join that DMVR three clubhouse or country club. Head to Congressional Golf Course and hit some balls and get close to the pin. Enter your screenshot, and bam, you're in. So good luck. All right. Uh, some notes from talking to Darren Cheverini, the offensive coordinator for the Buffs. He's been the receivers coach for a while now, five years now. Um, was the passing game. I can't remember what his title was. A couple of years ago, uh, he was the co-offensive coordinator, and he was in charge of the passing game. Now he's just the straight-up offensive coordinator, and he is excited. Um, he talked about that a little bit, saying that this is the first time that he has full ownership of this offense, and it's the first time that it's really felt like it's his offense um, where he gets to do what he thinks is best. Um, you know, we've been kind of discussing what exactly the offense will look like, where it'll come from, how much of it's going to be Chev, how much of it's going to be Carl Durrell. Well, it sounds like Chev's going to have a lot of control. And he said, you know, Carl's here, Carl's going to be watching and helping, but it is my offense. Uh, and honestly, I'm excited. Um, we, we saw flashes of the creativity uh, when he was the offensive coordinator the first time, the co-offensive coordinator, you know, a lot of little bubble screens. I think a lot of Buffs fans thought things were too horizontal. But having that knowledge now, 
I think that he has a chance to really build from there because what he was doing wasn't bad stuff. It was just maybe the balance wasn't quite right. And now he gets to control what that balance actually looks like. Um, he talked a little bit about his quarterbacks. Um, he said that they're both veterans, but they're both inexperienced, which is kind of a strange combination to have. Uh, Sam's going to get the first chance to move the ball. Whoever's the better quarterback is the quarterback going forward. That's kind of how this year is going to go. They've, Sam earned the right in a very tight quarterback competition to get the first shot. But if things go poorly or if they just want to see what Tyler can do, they'll throw Tyler Lytle in. And, uh, yeah, since this year doesn't count for eligibility, um, Chev basically just said uh, whoever looks better this year is going to be the quarterback as we exit this season going forward. Um, I'm sure the competition to be the quarterback next year will be pretty tight again, uh, but that's a ways away. We've got a lot more information coming our way about these quarterbacks before we get to that point. Um, so it's not saying that Brendan Lewis should be totally written off for 2021, um, but this doesn't sound like it's just some little stopgap um, Chev is trying to figure out who his quarterback is going forward. Um, talked about the running back saying that it's really disappointing for Alex to get this injury so close to the season, um, but also that he's excited to see Jarek. He said uh, that he helped recruit Jarek. It was him and Darian Hagan. Um, and he said that when he was watching him in high school, that Jericho was one of the best zone rubber runners he's seen at the high school level. Uh, and that's obviously great stuff to hear. Uh, that's all about vision, being able to hit holes, those cutbacks, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and that's a lot of what Alex Fontenot provides. And having a guy like Jarek who can fill a very similar role, somebody whose vision you trust, or at least that's what you'd expect based on what Chev was saying and what we've heard throughout camp, that's big. Um, Chev also said that he looks like what he looked like before the ACLs. He looks like that guy that he was in high school that's super explosive, hits holes hard, that kind of stuff, but also said that he has good ball skills, and that's something worth paying attention to. Um, last year, before he tore his ACL, Jarek Broussard seemed like the odds-on favorite to be the receiving back in the Buffs' 2019 backfield, where you have Alex Fontenot, you have Jaron Mangum doing a lot of the between-the-tackles work, but those little screens, just the little swing routes, that kind of stuff, Jarek Broussard might be able to provide something. So keep an eye on that as we get closer to this first game of the season. Um, he also brought up Ashad Clayton. And he said, hopefully we can get a shot going because he has a next level gear. And again, we don't hear a lot about Ashad Clayton. You know, he gets brought up once, maybe twice a week. But hearing next level gear, that's just one more little piece of the puzzle. We've heard about how strong of a runner he is. He's a bowling ball there. But if he really does have that extra gear that it seems like he did have in high school where he can just pull away from guys. As soon as there's daylight in front of him, he is going to take it. You know, Philip Lindsay was saying, um, well, he always says, nobody catches me from behind. Ashad is the same way, but he can change some 
angles potentially who can in a way that'll mean that there are more guys behind him. Um, not sure what we'll see from Ashad this week. Uh, that's a total question mark in my mind. Um, but if the buffs are up big, I think he's got to get some touches. And again, uh, Ashad has been banged up throughout camp. Um, we still don't know what exactly he's been dealing with or whether that means that he missed half the practices or whether that means he was limited in four of the practices but handled the rest. But we do know that he's been dealing with something that's been nagging at him. Um, and that's probably part of the reason why he was listed so low on the death chart. Although, I mean, they're good running backs in front of him. I think he was listed right behind Joe Davis, who, you know, last year um, when we could go to practice, we couldn't actually watch practice, but all the media stuff was right outside of practice. During camp, I would park up top and then you walk down the big ramp thing toward the practice facility. And as you walk down, you can peek in and it seemed like every time I was peeking in over that fence Joe Davis was doing something he's another running back that the buffs have who we haven't talked all that much about but he can he can make some plays uh so we'll see what that running back rotation will look like this year um I guess this week with Jarek Broussard Jared Mangum Joe Davis um and then Ashad Clayton those four should be the four who could get touches. You know, I don't think we're going to see much of Jaylee Stacks, who is the next one on the depth chart. Um, but we have no idea whether there will be four of those guys included in the rotation, one of those guys included. That would be a surprise if it's just all Jarek. Um, but totally up in the air. Um, talked about Katie Nixon a little bit. He said, uh, you know, we don't hear as much about him. It seems like People are writing about the other receivers here, but he's a veteran. He's matured a lot over the last couple of years. He's very versatile, one of the leaders on this team. Um, you can put him in a bunch of different spots, and he can do a bunch of different things. And also, he's been really great with the young receivers, helping catch them up and get them ready to go. Um, we haven't been talking probably enough about Katie on this podcast, uh, but Saturday's the day. You know, he's one of the guys that we've seen as. Uh, a safe option somebody who you can put on the field and say we will be happy with the production that we expect to get out of him and we don't expect to be too disappointed you know he's had issues with drops before he he's had some numbers that may not have been quite as big as we had hoped for KD but he is a very solid veteran option at the very least and, and if he can provide more than that, become even more dynamic, um, be a focal point of this offense because of all the different ways that he can be used, that's, uh, that's one way or one of the things that could really help the Buffs win this game on Saturday. Um, Chev also wanted to talk about how tough this has been for the team um, going through everything. You know, they have to wake up at 5 a.m. every day. Uh, so that they can do the COVID testing. Um, I think, I, I can't remember how long it takes. I think they said it's two hours, a little over two hours to do all the COVID tests. So that means some guys need to get to the facility two hours early so that they can be part of that first round of tests. 
you have that going on, um, not thinking there's going to be a season, not sure if they can come back to Boulder, not sure what camp will look like, and then they move into the hotel. Uh, but Chev said everybody's handled it really well. Couldn't be more proud of them, excited to watch him play. So it's a testament to their character. Um, it's good stuff. Uh, and then my last note from Chev, uh, he talked a little bit more about Sam Neuer and what to expect. Um, he said that Sam has a really good skill set. He said he can throw the football, he can move. Um, he said that he's made some mistakes so far in practice. So is Ty- Tyler. It was a really close battle, but he feels good about Sam. Uh, he thinks that Sam really understands the game plan, and uh, he thinks that he's going to be able to perform on Saturday. Um, so that's all I've got for today. Um, I'll be back tomorrow after hearing from Carl Durrell for the last time before the Buffs take on UCLA on Saturday. And uh, we'll talk then, I guess. I think they like my Colorado sway. Cause when I'm in it play, I don't really, I don't really know just how to act. And when I'm in it go, you know I'm acting bad. Holly get a bus with my Colorado sway. See you later, baby. baby. Colorado Army with soldiers like the Navy. Yeah. And boat is where we stationed, patiently awaiting. Oh. When I hit the field, it's so hard to behave. Yeah. I'm Colorado swagging as the crowd do the wave. Look into my eyes, I can tell that you afraid. Uh-huh. Cause you know we finna hit you. Hit you. Hit you. Hit you. Hey. Hey. you on your own now. Why you watching the official? Yeah. You just better hope you make it to the next whistle. Yeah. And we I think they like, I think they like my Colorado swag.